What's up, everyone? It's 7.30-ish, and this is WP Blab on the WP Water Cooler Network. Jason Tucker is unavailable tonight, so we have Jen Miller as a stand-in. Jen, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Hi, everybody. I'm Jen Miller, owner of Need Someone Too and Need Someone to Blog, and we specialize in content marketing and helping people get the websites that they need that will perform well on the web. And how can people find you, Jen Miller? People can find me on Twitter at JenBlogs4U, the number four, the letter U, or at NeedSomeoneToBlog.com or NeedSomeone2.com. And email is JenMiller at NeedSomeoneToBlog.com. And you have a jingle. I know the front of it. NeedSomeoneToBlog.com because you don't have the time. That's right. I have a great jingle. <laughs> it's a good jingle. You also have a podcast called Be Seen Blogging. That can be found on iTunes. I am Bridget Willard. I'm the marketing manager for WordPress, and our flagship plugin is Give. You can find out more about it at GiveWP.com. Starting next week on Wednesday, uh, March 15th, we are starting a weekly Twitter chat called NP Chat, hashtag NP Chat at 10 o'clock Pacific. So be there. That'd be awesome. I did a soft launch with myself, and that was uh, interesting. <laughs> How good I am at talking to myself from several different Twitter accounts. We would love to talk about nonprofits, all things nonprofit marketing, not just WordPress, not just online donations, all things for nonprofits. NP Chat, Wednesday, 315. 10 o'clock Pacific, hashtag MP chat. Oh my gosh, this is going to be such a great show. We're missing Jason Tucker, but he had other obligations tonight. So they gave me the keys to the car. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help but think of that Fresh Prince song. Okay, here's the situation. My parents went away on the brand new vacation. Remember that song? Yeah. I left the keys to the brand new Porsche. They mine. Mm, of course not. <laughs> so Jason Tucker gave us the keys for the brand new Porsche. It's called WP Honor Core. And we did it! We're live! <laughs> so turn it back now, baby. It's a live show. It's gonna be cray cray. As Paul Euler says in the chat. Hey everybody in the chat. I started a Google Doc. I hope I did it right for the chat notes. We have a really great community that does the chat notes. Sherry, Cheryl, Paul, Jonathan. Justine, James, Tryon, just great people. I wish that you guys could see them all. You can if you go to the chat on next to the video. So tonight, NP chat is 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific time, which is 1 o'clock p.m. Eastern. Okay. Um, oh, I'm usually not the one that. Yes. Okay, so I was going to be the guest. <laughs> so let's let's okay. just jump in. Let's just talk, talk about, about our topic. Let's talk about going to work camps. Okay, so here's the thing. Nobody believes me anymore, but I'm for sure, people. I am a shy person, so I will never walk up to anybody. And I remember going to my first work camp in Orange County in 2013 uh, with Carol Stephen and. We were like, we know zero people here. Although I did meet Ross Teasley, who I'd been following on Twitter and, and stuff like that. But it was really like, ah! And I thought, okay, well, I know what I 
know how to do really well, which is Twitter. So I started live tweeting during the sessions. And what was really cool about it was people would just come up to me and talk to me. So what started as kind of a social hack ended up being a really good thing for me personally marketing myself because now, I mean, I'm a marketing manager for a WordPress shop. Like that would have never happened, right? So, um, but I can't not like interview you. It's just not going to work. <laughs> so Jen, <laughs> how, how long, have, let's just talk about Twitter a little bit. How long have you been using Twitter? I have been using Twitter for probably six years, I think. Um, but I haven't really been active on Twitter except for maybe the past four years. And okay. part of that was because we were at Social Media Masterminds, which is a uh, meetup group that Bridget and I actually met at. And we had had a discussion about whether or not Twitter was valuable and why and what kind of social media do you feel like it is and um we had come to the basic realization that it was a relationship building medium and that made me way more interested in it because prior to that i'd always thought of it as a promotional tactic and so i started to make some friends on twitter and once i started doing that i started having a lot of conversation and getting to know people through Twitter and fell in love with the platform. Wow, that's awesome. Plus I got to hang out with YouTube can be a guru at uh, <laughs> on, on Twitter and that was fun too because I watched what Bridget did um, when she was on Twitter and was just amazed at how she fostered relationships, did the Twitter chats, uh, used her hashtags, although she doesn't use hashtags as much as I use them. but. But she did use them well, and so I, I watched her as kind of a role model, um, but also other Stop. people. Oh, but it's true. I didn't know that. Yeah. Aww. I wanted to be a guru. You too can be a guru. <laughs> no, here's the thing, though. This is when being a secretary was a good thing because I had that speed. At my best, I was 72, which was still kind of low, but still it's – Faster than thumbs, right? Right. So Carol and I were there. And, um, well, originally I had been working on a political campaign uh, as a volunteer for a Senate race here in California in 2012. And so they would um, email me when she was going to be on radio. And so radio demographics, it's just a small market. If she's in some podunk town up in Northern California, Who's going to hear that, right? So I would listen on the internet and I would tweet out quotes. So that way, with the hashtag for the Senate race, and that way you got more exposure. And so I'd been doing this for a while. So by the time a year and a half rolls around and I'm at WordCamp, it was like, oh, this is so obvious. You know, it's so obvious, like, this is the thing that I can do. Oh, hi, Jason Tucker. He's in the chat. <laughs> Yay, Jason. We're not burning the house down over here. But so so I have some tips and some tricks. Um, and there's a blog post, bridgewiller.com slash uh, something slash live tweeting. 
which I updated my cover photo because the cover photo from that is actually me at WordCamp Orange County 2013, sitting next to Carol and Peter. It was, it was epic. Um, but anyway, so hashtags are, okay, so like, oh, I'm so excited. Okay, this is like my favorite thing to do in the whole world. I love live tweeting. So I, so I'm a little scatterbrained. So let's stay focused here. At a conference, there will be a hashtag. If there's not, make one up. Okay, so WordCamp has hashtags. It's usually WC for WordCamp and like an airport code or something similar. So WordCamp Miami is WCMIA. Uh, WordCamp Atlanta is WCATL. ATL is an airport code. LAX for Los Angeles airport airport code. A lot of times that's what it is. Phoenix. Yeah, so a lot of times that's what it is. But sometimes like we're Orange County, so it's just WCOC, San Diego's WCSD. But sometimes, and this is the trick with hashtags, nobody can own a hashtag. So the only way you can own a hashtag is by creating volume. And this is why it's good for you as a marketing person. So what happens is uh, sometimes a word camp will use the end of a year, like WCOC17 for 17, but it can get confusing. But also right now, WordCamp San Diego is mixed in with some school district because <laughs> that's who's using it. And LAX was mixed in with a lacrosse team, you know? So. Um, so I just wanted to check on it. Oh, Jason says I haven't crashed the car yet. So it's yep, good. Yep, yep. that's good. Okay. So the ha finding out what the hashtag. Okay. So here's the thing. Before you go to the event, do all your preparation. It will make it so much easier for you. So just like cooking or anything else, get all your ingredients ready in the little bowls. So you can see your cooking show. So what I do is. I find out what the hashtag is for the WordCamp. And then I find out who all the speakers are, or at least the ones for the classes I want to go to, and find out what their Twitter handles are. Because they're not always listed on their slides. Or if they are on their slides, sometimes they're on their last slide. So also, some WordCamps make a speaker or Twitter list so you can go to their WordCamp account if they have lists set up, which they should, uh, and a speaker list, then you can find them there. And then, then you decide what classes you're going to go to. And this is what I do because I, a lot of times, will do things on my phone or my computer, and I go back and forth depending on the battery. What I do is because I'm an Apple person, I use the notes. You know, I, I it's not called iNotes. Why is it not called iNotes, Jen? I don't know. It's just called notes. It's weird. It's weird. Shouldn't it be called iNotes? Whatever. You can use Evernote, whatever. It, whatever it is, or Google Doc, whatever you can access from both devices or whatever device you want to be on. For me, I don't want to have to depend on the internet. Um. <laughs> Not all WordCamps have Wi-Fi. 
<laughs> when I went to San Diego in 2015, there was no Wi-Fi and Sprint had no service in the basement. Remember that one, Jen? You brought yes, your dad. There was a good selfie of all of us there, huh? Yeah, there was a great selfie, but it took a while to post it. Uh, yeah, when, when we left. <laughs> <laughs> we kept trying, though. We I was really our battery. Trying. Yeah, so... Um, so that's why it's good to have something locally, locally on whatever device. And that's the good thing about iCloud is that it will sync between your devices. So um, a lot of times uh, what Carol does, Carol Steven, um, she'll write them down on a post-it note and then she'll hand them to people next to her because her strategy is always to be a helpful person. Uh, she's the one that got me to um, bring a, um, power strip with me mm -hmm. and then your friend maker yeah that's the friend maker oh that's the real friend maker but then also oh yeah I forgot about supplies that's a good point Jen okay so even before you strategize on how you're gonna tweet make sure you have cords make sure you have all your cords that you need if you have two devices, then you need two cords, <laughs> chargers. Um, I have an external battery that charges my phone four times. And it has two ports, so it is a friend maker. And Jen and I <laughs> use it often. <laughs> <laughs> so just make sure you have your cord with you, because if somebody does have a battery, that they want to share and you don't have your cord then they can't help you um battery packs are awesome um and one other thing you had mentioned looking at the hashtags uh, uh for for the camp yeah. but also if there are specific talks that you're going to be going to looking up hashtags that relate to that topic are helpful because then you're not having to search what's the correct hashtag while you're there and you're not guessing you can really get the stream going. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know what I sort of feel like Jason Tucker is like, I get what he's doing now. Cause like, it's, it's a little different to be responsible for the car and read the chat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So <laughs> oh, why am I nervous? I've been doing this for a year and a half. Okay. Love to everybody. No, you're so right. So here's the thing. Um, sometimes I make up a hashtag for, I either use a generic keyword or I'll make up a hashtag for the class too. So, um, <laughs> this is what you don't do. Okay. So when I was first doing this in 2013, Lucy Beer was teaching WordPress 101. So I had hashtag WordPress, uh, WP 101, I believe. And also, um, uh, WCOC for WordCamp Orange County. But I had mistyped her handle. <laughs> so, yeah, I think I talk about it in the blog post because it was so embarrassing because um, her, her, hash, her, her right hashtag is WebTW, but I was typing it totally wrong. I was, I was doing WebTV. Like, I didn't realize TW, right? I just thought TV, web TV. Like in my brain, I 
thought of it wrong. I saw it wrong. And um, so what I do is I, I put two quotes and then the person's handle and then the hashtags and I copy all of that. And then I go to the next, to the tweet box where it says write your tweet and I paste control V or command V, whatever device you're on. And then I sit there and I listen for tweetable moments or quotes like a reporter, right? You're listening for those sound bites. And then I fill in what they said and press return. And then I go control V again in the new box. So that way I'm ready for the next quote. And then, so what had happened when Lucy was talking is I just kept copying it wrong over and over and over and over again. Don't do that. <laughs> you guys, if you have questions in the chat, totally. Um, yeah, that's Sully behind me. He's sleeping. Yes. He's, he's, uh, it's almost eight o'clock. He likes to go to bed at eight o'clock and, um, he will be, he's really getting good at remembering my routine. So at nine, he'll be like already bugging me. To, so he knows the show is over. Smart he, he dog. Was super cute. He actually like looked at the camera, did his little smile and then went to go lay down. Solly, Solly, are you a dog? He's, now he's like, Hey, I'm not going to be at your command to be your dog on the show. Ugh. He's such an old man dog sometimes. <laughs> anyway, um, so <laughs> so be sure that when you do your research <laughs> that you don't type it wrong because you're going to keep copying it wrong <laughs> over and over and over again. In fact, I did that with an HTML table last week, Jen. <laughs> it was terrible. I was like, what did I do wrong? But I had the brackets for a table row, mm -hmm. and I started with slash TR instead of just TR. And then I copied it over and over and over and over again. So if you guys are going to copy something over and over and over, don't copy it wrong. So I just had the table row open with bracket slash TR. And then it had the list, the table, column, table, column, table, column, and then bracket slash TR. So I did it wrong and I just kept copying it wrong. So that's what's wrong. That's the only bad part with like live tweeting. If you get the, handle wrong or you mistype something well and part of how you can know whether or not you're doing it right is because other people will start responding to what you're tweeting and that's confirmation right there so that's one way to make sure you're on the right path yeah you probably won't have the speaker responding to you while they're speaking but you'll have other people who will be following the conversation yeah There's i've had people correct I appreciate it. I'm just, I don't want to do it wrong. So the whole reason why I thought this was what I would do, like this was my mindset was here you are at a conference for $40 with some of the most intelligent people you'll ever meet. Super generous. They're not being paid. So if you can amplify what they're saying, just like I was doing for the political candidate, if you can amplify what they're saying in this room, then not only are you helping yourself, but you're helping them too. So a lot of people will just take a picture and say, I'm in Jen Miller's SEO class at WordCamp San Diego. That's great. You should do that. <laughs> but you should also tweet out quotes. 
of what I'm saying because that's even more interesting. Right. I was trying to think of like how could I demo that, but I didn't want to put you on the spot. <laughs> but the, but the thing is, like that's people say to me a lot. They'll say, um, um, but Bridget, how do you pay attention? So it, maybe it's just me, but when I am listening for those quotes, I am concentrating more and it's like taking notes, right? So, um, so here's the thing. You're in the class, you're listening, you're engaging with the speaker, you're engaging with the other people, you're tweeting out for the WordCamp, you're helping that WordCamp get more exposure for the armchair WordCampers, as David Bissett calls them. And also you're helping the speaker get more exposure. I think I said that already. Right? Did I say that already? I think I said that I already. Said that at the beginning, but that's okay. <laughs> but you know why? Because I, I realized I skipped something really important. So I like to have the hashtag open. So what, like, Jen, when you follow a hashtag, how are you following the hashtag? How am I following it while I'm listening to someone speak? Yeah. Do you, do you I'm, use... I'm usually not. I'm usually focused on what they're saying and mm -hmm. trying to copy, you know, trying to write down what they're saying and yeah. it with appropriate hashtags and that type of thing. Um, if I have, when I'm live tweeting a session, um, where I have multiple screens open, not a WordCamp, but for like a client. Uh -huh. And they ha let's say they have a conference session and they've asked me to live tweet it. What I'll do is I'll have multiple screens open. One will be following a service like Twubs, where yeah. I'm following the stream of what I think the most popular hashtag will be. And then another will be following their account. And then I'll be on my laptop typing away to keep the tweets going and keep the speakers quotes in the feed. Yeah, so uh, Twubs is a great one, and so is Tweet Chat because they're made for live Twitter chats. But it's the same thing; it's just an open filter for. Um, those are good on the desktop, but on your phone sometimes it's tricky. That's why I like Hootsuite because I could set up a column with just those hashtags. So you on Hootsuite, you're watching that column while you're hashtagging and posting yourself. Um, that just gets my brain frazzled, and so I'd rather do it separately. Well, I go back and forth. Okay. So um, the thing is, sometimes I'm I, – I say sometimes, but lately in Southern California, if it's San Diego or L.A., I'm tweeting for Give. I'm tweeting for the WordCamp. I'm tweeting for myself. So as a person also doing the WordCamp, um, account I need to be in that hashtag <laughs> so there's a little fuzziness right there with the one of these days you guys I'm gonna be a, in an old folks home with schizophrenia induced by too many Twitter handles it's gonna be bad um, <laughs> it'll be interesting <laughs> I am good at talking to myself so <laughs> um, but if I if I 
have a when I take a break, like when I'm just me, Bridget the person, sometimes I'll keep the hashtag open in another tab. Like I'll just have Twitter native open and then Twitter in another tab with just the hashtag so that I can see who else is tweeting and maybe go, oh yeah, good point, or retweet theirs because maybe they gotten a quote I missed. Um I think you pointed out something about the closed captioning at US. Do you want to tell people about closed captioning? Well, closed captioning is awesome. At uh, WordCamp US this last year in Philadelphia, it was great because you could have your tweets all set up, and then before you quoted something, you could verify it on the screen to make sure that you were not misquoting. And it was, it was a luxury. I loved it. Um, and what was interesting was every once in a while, they were getting it wrong but I knew I had it right. So that was kind of cool too, because it made me feel like I was really paying attention. Um, so that was that was something I hadn't seen before at a WordCamp, and I don't know, maybe they do that for WordCamp Europe and WordCamp uh, US typically, but I really think that it's a valuable thing, not just for tweeting it out, but for people who need that service. It, is, an ex it is definitely an accessibility issue. Um, I don't have diagnosed hearing problems yet, but I do watch TV with the captions. And I found that when I went to the movies, I was really, the last Star Wars I went to on Christmas, I was having a hard time. I was like, where are those subtitles? I need them. It's bad. Well, so, and... And the other thing is that when people are coming from other countries or speak a different language as their native language than English, having those subtitles makes it really easy for them as well. Um, plus, you know, I, I don't know. It was it just it made the conference move along faster because yeah. if the speaker stalled out a little bit or was you know trying to process what they were going to say next. You could watch the screen and see what the stats had just said. And I thought that was really interesting, too. You know, all, all the way around, it was a great tool. Yeah. There are some uh, WordCamps who will use a uh, service that will show all of the hashtags aggregated across Facebook, um, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, Google+. And they'll put them on large screens which is super cool if you can see your tweet, you know, run across the thing. So um, some, more, some more Twitter tips. So I recommend, and I used to be a cartoon on YouTube can be a guru. And I realized like when I met Roy Savan at LA in 2015, have I known him that long? I guess I have. Wow. Okay. 2015, he called me a cartoon lady. He's, he's at Blue Bayou for dinner tonight. So I know. I know. Lucky dog. Uh, well, happy anniversary, Roy, if you're watching this later. <laughs> um, so the thing is, I realized, okay, nobody's going to recognize me from my cartoon. It's not like a Yost cartoon that looks exactly like him. It was just some cartoon that a friend of mine have drawn. So people don't recognize you. So if you if you're thinking about it unless it's some crazy branding thing like Roy with his five-year-old or eight-year-old picture um, the, you're going to want to use a picture that looks like you so unless you're timeless like Jen who always looks fabulous uh, 
if your hair changed, it's shorter, it's longer, you're wearing different glasses, you're wearing glasses, you're not wearing glasses, your hair is a different color, it's pink, it's blue, it's purple, it's brown, it's gray, you have a mustache, you don't have a mustache, goatee, sideburns, no sideburns, mustache, no mustache, it changes, I swear, Jeffson's never going to let me forget that I had a full conversation with him and I didn't know it was him because he didn't have his mustache but it was in his Twitter picture and I'm so used to have, seeing it. So update your picture on Twitter with something that looks like you um, because you want people to recognize you. The whole, the whole coolness of WordCamp is when people recognize you. Did, didn't you love that part about going to US, Jen? That was amazing. And the other part that I loved was when I was tweeting things out, both for the speakers or just in general, just the conversations that were happening. Like I was using the, you know, overheard um, or OH as yeah. it does on Twitter and posting some comments. And I would have people come and approach me at WordCamp US because they were retweeting or replying to my tweet and then they wanted to meet me. And that was an unexpected turn of events for me. Oh, totally. How many people did we meet there? I mean, uh, how many amazing. people did we already know? Right. That's the thing. And so because you'd had, you know, of course, we have our great community here at Blab. We met so many Blabbers and um, people on Twitter. But because we were all talking about it, that's, that's another good point, Jen, is before you go to the WordCamp, you know, should you be – stalking the hashtag how soon do you do it how soon do you start looking at the hashtag before you attend a work camp well once they open up attendees and you know that, that's when i start watching for it because once you can buy a ticket then you'll start to see who the speakers and the volunteers and the venue information and i had an interesting experience at this WordCamp us i actually um I had a friend, one of our WP blabbers, who I met online on Twitter through W. I don't know if it was through WP Blab or through following Bridget, but Justine, shout out to you, Justine. Justine. Yes. Um, so we, we started talking, uh, and I think we were talking in relation to women who WP, mm -hmm. and she found out she needed a place to stay or wasn't sure where she was going to stay. and. I happened to have a spare bed in my hotel room, and so I was like, hey, let's room together. And it was kind of a chancy, kind of weird thing for both of us. Um, in fact, we both thanked each other the next morning for not killing the other person <laughs> in our sleep. But it was um, really neat because the reason we felt comfortable doing that is because we had met through Twitter, through Facebook. We'd gotten to know each other in a way that you can't do just with a phone call. You know, we'd watched each other's posts. We knew what each other were into. And then it ended up being such a good arrangement that um, we're now working together because I'm ah! using the advice of John Brown, who is another person who I got to know better through social media, right? Through Facebook anyway, not Twitter as much. But uh, John always hires at WordCamps. And so when Justine and I were getting on so well and she knew I needed a project manager and she was looking for a project management, like part-time gig, it was a, a great fit. And so um, it's been a little over a month and Justine is pretty cool, huh? I love her. 
She's Very great. Cool. It, th that is the, that's the cool thing though, because when you start stalking the hashtag, like uh, Cheryl was saying months in advance, then you start having these conversations, right? So yeah. I was like, that's it. I'm getting tennis shoes. I'm never going to make it if I don't get running shoes. There's, I'm not, my naturalizers aren't going to cut it. And I'm tweeting them out. People are like, oh yeah, I always wear running shoes. And we're talking about the weather. People were giving advice about how many layers you need and whether or not you need cuddle duds. And, and so you're having this small talk that's seemingly irrelevant, inconsequential information. But, but what happens is when you're walking down the hall and it's Sherry and Cheryl there, you're just like, ah! And it's this huge group hug and it feels like a family reunion because you already know each other. Yep. And this the stage is in so set. And, and Bridget, I think that your blue WordCamp tennis shoes were one of the most shared posts for WCUS. <laughs> I saw those things everywhere. <laughs> I'm telling so you, man. I'm wearing them to Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to get Give Green, but I couldn't quite make it. It's a little more teal. But uh, I'm telling you, those Saucony running shoes. You and, and Paul, cuddle duds are undergarments that you wear under your jeans that give you an extra length of uh, an extra layer of warmth, and they're awesome. And they come in all different prints and colors and styles. Yeah, so, they're like I don't know thermal if they make them for oh, They're so much better than thermals. But there's millions of times better. Silky. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're thin, so you don't feel like like in the Christmas story where the kids like <laughs> I can't move, I can't move. Okay, so <laughs> oh, that reminds me. I need to check the weather in Atlanta. So, um. <laughs> well, and and here's the other thing. So, not that we want to promote people gathering in groups, but like you were saying, it was like a family reunion. You know, we're meeting all these people who we've until now just met online, and we're we're starting. You know, whether like uh, Sherry just said, the voice. You know, you hear Bridget across the room laughing and suddenly you're like, hey, I know her, you know, um, but we actually put High some chair. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's so funny. We'll have to share that in a minute. Um, we, we actually set up an area at WordCamp. We just kind of pulled together a few chairs and we called it our living room. And we would gather with these people who we'd met on social media and new ones would pop in all the time and we just sit and chat. That was kind of our hallway track. We didn't video any of it, Jason, sorry, but we did, you know, have great conversations and get to know each other in a very casual way while still being very much a part of WordPress and, and the, you know, WCUS that was going on. It was, it was fascinating that that could happen at a conference. It was fascinating. Um, before you share the story of uh, whatever it is that you just said that you were going to share because I just spaced <laughs> out. <laughs> Hi, okay, I've been walking. I've been walking more, and, and I'm a little tired. Um, oh yeah, high volume area. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've I've never been told I was quiet. I am shy, but then once you get to know me, you're like, oh dang, who told her to be hanging out with us? She doesn't shut up. So, but I just want to say, like, okay, so I have this great example of how tweeting helped me ha start conversations with like a WordCamp speaker. So in twenty probably 15 at WordCamp Orange County. Mike Hansen from Bluehost 
who I would now say is a friend. Um, Cause you know, these sponsors, we all travel around to WordCamp. So we see each other a couple times a year. Um, he was giving a talk on Google Analytics and really going into depth Google Analytics. And Carol and I were tweeting, 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 tweeting. And we were in the hallway, you know, because, okay, just right now I'm going to tell you, don't go to every class. It wears you out. I don't care if you're introverted or extroverted. I like to go, if I'm not a, if I'm not a sponsor and I don't have to be at the booth, I like to go class, class, nothing, class, lunch, class, nothing, class, like that. I, I really, if I could do it the really the way I want, be class, nothing, class, nothing, lunch, class, nothing, class, nothing. This I can't just have forty. I can't have four hours of information bombarding my brain. It's too much. Unless she's dragged into a class by someone. I know that's happened before. So anyway, I was in the hall. We were uh, at that time. There was espresso. Remember when they had espresso at WordCamp Orange County? They had that little coffee bar. That was so mm -hmm. rad. So we were waiting for Carol's latte or something. And Mike Hansen came up to me and said, "Hey, thanks for all the tweets." And I go, "Okay, you're welcome. It's really fun for me because it helps move time and da da da. Whatever I say, blah." And he's and so we it's it. He started saying blah, 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 and then I was asking him more questions, and he was like, something, 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 and I was like, you should totally write a blog post, and he was like, oh, my gosh, I totally should, and blah, 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 and then, you know, you're just going back and forth, and there's this really great conversation that never would have happened because I'm not going to be one of those people that queues up, hey, I really like your talk. Can I have your autograph? It's just not me. So, um <laughs> Unless somebody drags me. <laughs> <laughs> You're remembering what talk that was, aren't you? <laughs> what talk was that that you dragged I, I'm me? I'm not going to say it. It'll embarrass you that you weren't going to go to it. Yoast? Oh, at AWP. Yeah. <laughs> you took a selfie with Yoast. He's great. But no, I never would have done that. You're the wild and crazy one, right? So anyway, that's so you can... Uh, Plan ahead, make sure you have all your tech, um, find out what the hashtag is, look at it before, at least two weeks before, really two weeks before people start planning. They're inviting people to dinner. Uh, we have a dinner for women who WP before WordCamp San Diego, but only 25 people could go, so RSVP, yo. And uh, start having conversations with people, ask them questions, what talks you want to go to. That way when you show up, especially if it's like your first one or your first one in that city, that way when you show up, it's not like, oh, my God, I don't know anybody. So I know more people now, but I don't know anybody in Atlanta except for Kathy and Daniel and Mally. And then Heather. Kathy's not going to introduce you to anyone. Well, I'm just saying, like, I can't, like, she's going to be busy running a work camp. She doesn't have time to hold my hand and drag me around the city, right? So, but Heather B is tweeting on, um, and she's like, I can't wait to meet you. And I'm like, I can't wait to meet you either. And so you're all of a sudden, you know, you're meeting these people. You can have all that small talk and be excited to meet them. And guess who I'm going to get a selfie with when I go to Atlanta? Heather B. Right? Mm -hmm. Because we've had this conversation, you know what I'm saying? So, because when you're an out-of-town person, 
you don't know everybody. You only know the other people that are, you might know some of the other out of town people like Josh Pollock and Carl Alexander and Sean Hooper. So I know those guys, but I don't know the Atlanta people. So you have to, um, you have to follow the hashtag. Even somebody like me who's, I'm didn't know anybody in Cincinnati until I went there and they're like my best friends. And uh, it would be awesome to see you, James, as always, if you can make it. So that's it's really good to make sure you have your tech, plan what you want to go to, do some research on the speakers, find their Twitter handles, use a hashtag. So if I was live tweeting Jen, I would go da 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 Jen blogs for you, uh, hashtag WCSD for WordCamp San Diego. By the way, she's speaking at WordCamp San Diego, if you hadn't picked up on that yet, about SEO. <laughs> and then I would use hashtag SEO. So that way, not only will the people who follow the, the specific hashtag for that camp will see it, but people who follow the SEO hashtag will see it. And it's actually about local SEO. So. Hashtag local SEO. So there's, there's some other hashtags that could be used. I'll give you a list. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like, so you can give the speakers exposure even beyond the actual event to the general keyword based hashtag. I prefer keyword based hashtags. Right. WordCamp does not have to be a lonely place at all. Carol no. was just saying with a little homework, you could get a, get to know a ton of people before you go to WordCamp. 100% true. Carol's so true because, um, and that's a good, uh, reminder because she says no one can take that much information all at once. In our first WordCamp, we met Saeed Balki, Syed Balki, I mean, from Optin Monster and Monster Insights and uh, Form something. What's it called? WP Form? W. I forgot his Form one. But anyway, everybody knows who Syed is now. And he had these t shirts called Technically Awesome, I think. Carol can correct me in the chat. But we went into um, one of their break rooms. It wasn't a green room. It was just a break room for anybody to be there. And because um, I needed to charge my laptop and I just needed a break. And they said anybody could go in there. So we did. And then uh, Carol and Peter went for a walk because they were like, I need to get out of this building. And I was like, I just need to be not talking to people. But then they came back, and Saya was there. We were talking, da 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 da, and something, yeah, it was technically awesome. Something I don't know what brought it up, but I said jackass, Pretty and Saya <laughs> said, "Wait, that sounds like a really good conversation." And he moved from the front of the room and came over and talked to us for a while. I don't even remember the conversation. I just remember the keyword was jackass. <laughs> and we got selfies. There's selfies on the internet to prove it um, of Carol and I individually with Syed. He's so much taller than both of us. It's hilarious. Um, but you can meet people. And the, the cool thing about word camps is most of the time the speakers aren't hiding away in some green room they want to be with everybody because they are part of the community and that's what makes wordpress different than a lot of other conferences you know do you find that's the same jen i i find it's different not the same uh other conferences it's hard to really get to know the speaker they're usually shuffled onto stage shuffled off of stage they're not eating with you they're not 
conversing with you, Yost at uh, WCUS actually came up to me the day before he spoke and said, hey, Jen, are you going to be there? And I said, yeah. And he said, will you, you know, tweet out some things and, you know, put stuff on the internet? And I said, of course. That is not a conversation that you would have with someone who normally is like a keynote type speaker, you know, but he cared that the people who follow him we're following him and we're there and we're going to do things. And it's not just him. Other speakers I've tweeted out and afterwards they've come up, found me at the conference, at the WordCamp, and thanked me for sharing their quotes. It's, it's a great way to meet people, but it's also a great way to really further friendships with people you've already started and take the conversation to another level. Yes, the friendships is the best part. But... Jen, you and I are bloggers, and yes. blogger is a good thing. We're content marketers, we're writers, and so what do you do with tweets that you'd already used? So once you have your tweets, and whether or not you use them, some of, some of the quotes that you have, you may decide are too good to tweet out and let other people have, right? And that you're saving your list, and that becomes your blog post. And it's really easy to do a WordCamp recap with um, with the tweets that you've put out there and with the ones that you didn't release and put your own spin on it and then just release a blog post. You can do that in 20 minutes and it's something people will follow, especially if you're the first one to release. Now, Bridget, we're going to have a lot of competition because <laughs> in and they're going to be like, oh, I'm doing that. But, no, you know, I started doing it with Carol. Carol will give you the idea. And what I do is I will go and favorite my tweets. Well, they used to be favorites. Now they're likes, whatever. Because I use that like, favorite, whatever it's called now, as a bookmark. So then you can embed your tweets. And as we know, since this is a WordPress show, that WordPress natively supports embed for Twitter links. So if you click on the timestamp of your tweet, it will go to that specific tweet, and then you will have the URL at the top. You could copy that, throw that into your uh, WordPress admin. You know the you know what's it called? Dashboard. Admin. Yeah, the dashboard. Like when you're composing, <laughs> and then it will show editor. a live preview. And this is better than a screenshot because it's interactive. People can follow that person or reply to the tweet or go to the tweet and see all the the rest of the conversation because it's threaded. I don't like my own tweets. I'm bookmarking them. It looks like you're liking your I know. Tweet. I wish Twitter – Twitter, it's like they love to hate me. I love them the most, and, and they really need to start listening to me. Dear Twitter, this is Bridget here. Please bring it back to a bookmark. Okay, love, Bridget. So anyway, I just need a bookmarking function. I'm not trying to like my own tweets. That's stupid. And then when I'm done, then I unlike it. So then I know I've used it or not used it. So you could go through and I've done as much as four recap posts. So you have four posts you can do. Like I did one of Chris Lemma. I did one of the business track. Do one from uh, Chris Ford's talk. Do one from somebody else's talk. And then, you know, if you go to four classes and they're – you can re you can either recap the whole camp in one post, or you can split it up into talks, and then then you have more content for your blog. Or so you can like, do, do day one, day two. Day one, day two. You could do. Uh, I did a business track recap once because I started seeing like, okay, this is the business track. It's all together, 
And then there wasn't officially a blogging track, but there was a bunch of blogging related ones. So I just did all those together. So it just kind of depends on how you, um, how you experience WordCamp, what your goals are, of course. Your goals marketing person has to say goals so they're not a marketing person. I know better now. Uh, it depends on the goals that you're trying to accomplish with your web property. If you're trying to increase your volume, then have them split them out into separate posts. But if you, if you don't care, then throw it all into one. Do the highlights. This was great. We uh, Like Carol does one post, why you should go to WordCamp Orange County. Um, and then uh, like one of the times we took a shadow selfie because our introvert after party was a walk on the Newport Beach Pier. <laughs> we didn't go to the after party at all. We went to Wahoo, so we went to the pier. Um, but now that I'm working for Give, I don't go to as many classes. I, I usually do a recap for them and um, on WordPress.com. So, but that's a great, it's still a great way. Sometimes I'll do one for myself anyway. Like, this is my take on what this person said. Or if you really want to be controversial, you could disagree with them. And as part of your overall strategy, since we're talking goals and strategy, um, <laughs> you, need, you need more than just text. It's great to have quotes. It's great to have the person's name and handle and hashtags, but you want images. So if you can get an image of that person speaking, that's something that they'll be promoting for you later because not everyone's going to take a picture of them up there in front of everyone and that's valuable collateral for them um, also selfies and uh, other images of uh, at WordCamp US those stuffed animal wapoos were everywhere and they looked cute and cool and it made WordCamp seem fun because people you know it's kind of a where's Waldo yeah I was just gonna say it was like where's Waldo <laughs> people would say people would put it even on Facebook where's your wapoo and then right. people would just type in yeah it was great. And so so you can convey a lot using those images, you know, and I would say every post needs several of those as well as your embedded tweets and your general recap conversation. And if your tweets have pictures, then it's a two for one. Two, two, two for the price of one. Right. Especially <laughs> if, if you're because every time you tag someone, it's going in their feed. And their friends are seeing it. And if you haven't met their friends and their friends don't didn't know that you were at the conference, suddenly you have a new friend that you can make. Yeah. yeah. Uh, make friends, take selfies. And Carol reminds us again, if you don't have Wi-Fi, pictures are going to be tricky. <laughs> so always take your own hotspot so that you can walk out of the room and upload as yeah. you go. Yeah, you're, you're the hotspot queen. I am. Do you have any hotspot tips? I have the best hotspot tip. I have gotten business because I named my hotspot need someone to blog, the name of my company. <gasps> so I've been in airports and had people um, looking at their phones and then kind of looking up and seeing me working and walk over to me and saying and asking me if I was need someone to blog. I've actually had that happen. And you think, wait, a public airport, like that's such a, you know, you could have all kinds of hotspots, but if someone's looking and then they see someone typing away, and I must have had something else that gave it away as well, but they saw my hotspot and that's what made them look up and wonder 
you know, and there, especially in an airport, there's lots of business commuters that uh, are looking for marketing tricks and things to do as they're on their way to their next destination. So, yeah. So cool. as far as like marketing yourself at a WordCamp, um, branding your Hi-Fi, your Wi-Fi hotspot is pretty epic. Yeah, and you can do it with your company. You could do it as your name. You know, Jen Miller. People are like, oh, Jen Miller, who's she? Maybe I can get on her hotspot. You know, because you want to make sure. Jen Miller for her password. Yeah, exactly. Had <laughs> people do it. That's actually really clever. Mine's mm -hmm. just two dogs, but I only have one now. But I don't want to change the Wi-Fi router. <laughs> I just don't want to do it. Um, hotspot. Yeah, you can. So there's a lot of ways to make friends by being helpful. Tweeting out quotes tweeting out where you're going. Um, you can be a help to even the WordCamp organizers by saying, oh, everybody, the after party's here. Um, you can say, hey, who's in town? Who wants to go out to dinner? Uh, people are looking for that hashtag for all kinds of reasons, not just for live tweeting. For me, live tweeting helps me focus. It helps me take notes for using later. Um, yeah, there was a controversial thing at WordCamp US where I guess um, Pippin said something in his talk about the freemium model. Right. Because I saw a tweet from Yost that says, I never disagreed with Pippin Williamson for no, no. my life. The freemium model works. So uh, Yost, Pippin, um, you know, you could use both of those things and you could have wrote an opinion piece on it. Um, we chose not to to do that, but if you wanted to be a little more controversial, you could do it. Um, you, I mean, ha having your own commentary on what happened, besides just um, something more generic. I mean, okay, so here's the thing: whatever you do, that's great. But let's level it up, okay? So it's great to say I'm watching Jen talk, and maybe that's the opening tweet. But try to find one thing. This is what I told Devin, and he's he kills it now when he goes to word camps. Um, try to find one thing you can quote. Just try to find one, and that's it. Make your goals achievable. You know, that's that's a really important thing. If you if you go in there thinking you're going to have to be a core reporter, it's going to be too frustrating. Find the one thing that resonates with you, because that's even better. So if, if, if I'm in a class about um, blogging and somebody says, you're not the hero of your blog, your customer is. That was Chris Lemma in 2015, or I think uh, 14, at Orange County. That was like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense, right? You're not, you're not the center of your blog, your customer is. So your audience is. So apply that to you, and then you can tweet that out. Then you have something to say about it. You can say, uh, when you write your blog post, you can talk about how that really meant something to you, and that, or that you had never thought of it that way before, and you're just talking about your own perspective on life, and now you're shifting how you're thinking, right? So you can use it as a way to... Um, you can use it as a bridge, you know, and um, you can even do a quote tweet and go, wow, I never thought of that before. Da, 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 da. And then 
tweet that. You can do offer commentary. It doesn't have to be a blog. I mean, it could be another tweet. Um, and I would just try doing one thing. I, I wouldn't – don't overwhelm yourself, right? But, it, but if you had to choose between not tweeting and tweeting, it's better to take a picture and say you're listening to this class. But if you would want to do a little bit better, it would better be better to wait for that one quote where Jen Miller says, if you're not doing local SEO, you might as well just shut the internet down. And you go, wow, I never thought she was, I don't know what you're going to say. I'm just You've been looking it. at my notes, haven't you? <laughs> you were on my Google Drive today. I know you if were. If you're not doing local SEO, you're not doing SEO. Jen Miller, oh my gosh, just so controversial. What are all the SEOs going to say? What's Rand Fishkin going to say? You know, I mean, it's, <laughs> what's the else going to say? Yeah, and you could sit there and go, you know, that would be better than nothing, right? But I mean, better than nothing, but it's just, it just levels it up a little bit more because now people can who who maybe aren't in the class or at the conference could go, so what exactly did Jen Miller say? I mean, did she say SEO is dead? And I, I would say, no, actually what she said is da -da 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 -da. I don't know what you're going to say because I don't know SEO as well as you. But then we can have a conversation, me and this other person, about what the speaker said. See what I'm saying? It facilitates your conversation not just – by meeting and meeting the speaker. It's also about facilitating conversation with your other uh, attendees, you know, the WordPress community. The WordCamp is about the WordPress community. You don't have community if you don't have conversations. Right, and as soon as you walk out of that room, everyone's going to be saying, what does so-and-so say? And Bridget, you are going to be at my talk at 1.30 on Sunday. Um, yeah, I'm going right? to tell those guys, I can't be at the booth, sorry. Thank you. <laughs> Go watch Jen Miller talk about local SEO. If you're not doing local SEO, you might as well just shut the internet down. Uh, <laughs> I like achievable goals. It's really important to me. I don't like suicide goals. On the other hand, if you are not quick enough or aren't focused enough to actually get the quote of the speaker, it's okay to write it in your own words. Oh, and, yeah. You know, and then, you know, just put, uh, just reference the fact that they spoke on this topic. Because some people might hear half of it, and then before they can record all of it, that first half is gone. And all they have is the memory of what it was, but it may not be a verbatim uh, thought. And so it's better to at least put something out there than it is to have nothing to post. Yeah. No, I've done that before. I learned that from Carol. Um, because she would say, well, um, she would say like local SEO means writing about your community says Jen blogs for you. Hashtag WCSD. Like it doesn't have to be a quote. You could summarize what they're saying. It's a paraphrase. It's paraphrasing, right? Right. Exactly. And that's what newspapers do all the time. That's what blogs are supposed to be doing, right? If you're talking about what someone else said, you should be paraphrasing them, not using their quotes for at least, you know, you only want to use up to 30% of their information. You want the rest of it to be what you're seeing and feeling and able to express. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to do – what I would recommend against is what people do when the Super Bowl is on on Facebook. Touchdown. Who had a touchdown? There's no context. No, I'm not watching that event. 
I can't respond to it. Or even if I am, when, when was that? Was that last quarter, this quarter, next quarter? You're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you fumbled that ball. Who? Who fumbled the ball? Where did they fumble the ball? Was it an unjust call? Does the quarterback need to be retired like Jay Cutler? What is going on here, right? So um, KFI was on today. <laughs> There's some news. I'm just saying, like, you know, you watch, you watch, it's March Madness. People are going to all be talking about Butler and whoever else and all these U of A and whatever. Duke, who's going to be in this bracket, that bracket, and they'll they'll say it, but they'll say it without context. So try to put it in as much context as you can. Just that's and that's why paraphrasing is a really good tool. Like I can't believe Jen Miller is talking about SEO. That's so lame. <laughs> like you could say that, then you, at least I know where you are. <laughs> oh man, I tell but you. If you do that. Make sure you at me so that I can get back at you. Exactly. And, and exactly. just kind of school you on what I do and don't know. Yeah. Actually, Jen Biller's uh, really good <laughs> SEO. <laughs> like our local Yoast. That's you know, no, that's, that's what my clients say. Well, you know, you want to get found. <laughs> you got to be seen. Yes, so exactly. um, I'm sorry to pick on you, but I don't remember anybody else's talk. Adam, Adam Silver just showed up. He's speaking at 3 o'clock, I think it is, on Sunday on podcasting. Ooh, podcasting. So that'll be so a good like, one. If I was in Adam's class, I could tweet out like, oh, Adam Silver says you should get a sure 5550 mic. You know, or um, podcasting is never going to die, says, hey, Adam Silver, you know, like that. Or you could say, Adam Silver doesn't know what he's talking about. Nobody listens to podcasts anymore. It's all about live video. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, whatever it is, you can react to it. You can quote it. You can tweet it. Or a lot of times, like you mentioned, Jen, and I know Carol does this too. Sorry, like, Carol, Carol's like our honorary guest because this is we did this together. It was like our team. She was my workout buddy forever. Well, that's um, where I met Carol was because she was yeah. your other half. Yeah, she's my workout buddy. <laughs> um, you can take notes. You don't have to tweet it out. You can take them for yourself. Like you were saying, keep those good quotes for your blog post. That's the journalists, you mm -hmm. know. Like, that's a scoop. That's your scoop, right? So um, does anybody in the chat have questions? Adam thinks you stole his talk. <laughs> oh, no. We love podcasting. <laughs> podcasting is really important. Actually, live video is not as good as podcasting because people binge. People binge now. That's their behavior. So podcasting is the way to go, which is why WP Lab is also a podcast available on Stitcher, iTunes, or wherever you get podcasts. Hey, Bridget, should we say what we're about to start up? Oh, yeah. I mean, sure. Should we put ourselves on the spot? We might as well, since there's just, just the two of us, we can make it if we try. <laughs> All right. So we have several um, people in the audience who we could involve in it, though. We could have several people in the audience to involve. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. So you think Jason Tucker's going to kill us? No, I don't think. I think Jason Tucker's going to say Yahoo because it puts the pressure on us to get it done. <laughs> <laughs> If we so, say it out loud, we have to do it. Yep, yep. Jason uh, Tucker had an ulterior motive in having me on tonight. 
And that's that he wants Bridget and I to do a show together, um, kind of along the Women Who WP vein. Vein, there you go. That's the word I was looking for. I was looking for another one. But yeah, <laughs> and uh, where we interview smart women in WordPress and what they're doing and how they got there and tell your stories. So we're super excited. We're going to be starting that up pretty soon. And tonight was just kind of a, a dry run to see how how we got along together. Are we going to do it on a different night or are we going to do it on one of the Thursdays? Okay, so I think what we've decided is that we're going to do this Thursday every month um, will be our long version for people who are used to it because uh -huh. Jason's going to have a monthly commitment. And um, so that WP Blab is going to become us. Is that the first Thursday? Is that where we are? Second I don't know. Thursday. Second, second Thursday. What day is today? Nine? It's the second Thursday. Okay, so it looks like second Thursday is going to be us for an hour and a half long. And then we're going to be doing. That's a long doing, time. That is a long time, but we'll have fun <laughs> with it. And, and maybe we'll get to interview more than one person. That would be even better. That'd be really cool, huh? Um, and then on a, another day during lunchtime, we're going to do a half hour segment where we have one person that we interview during and so just look for more information because we're super excited we've been talking about it for almost a month now yeah I think, I think Jason already out. has a WP talk show does he did he already I get it okay I so we've been talking not. about names we've been talking about people and a lot of you are actually on our list so there's um, too many phone really call. rad people who can't make it at this time Mm -hmm. but should totally be on a show with us. And you're such a great questioner with your journalist background. I mean, I just crack jokes over here, you know, so. So I you'll decided. be the jokester and I'll do the serious interviewing and we'll get to know everybody's story. Yes, it'll be really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, thanks, James. Um, now we're kind of like have to do it. <laughs> uh, we do get along. Jen and I are uh, friends. We go to Disneyland together sometimes with Rachel. Yep. And uh, Jen keeps me uh, full of a social calendar. <laughs> and uh, she's part of my local community. We go to, you know, it's good to be involved in your local WordPress community. You too can have a friend like Jen Miller. You've got one. <laughs> In your meetup. Um, so, yeah, I'm excited because we, we, we can ask questions that maybe aren't, um, not, a, not that are not appropriate, but, you know, women questions. Ooh, that's a little scary. Well, you know, sometimes it's like, you know, we're all so serious. We're always trying to be like, I am super professional. And I, of course, I have an MBA in marketing. And you can't, but when you're just chatting with somebody, you can say, well, how did you get in this career? Well, actually, I was just trying to make a website for my boss. And then, you know, da -da 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 -da. Oh, no. oh, no, they're feeling left out. Oh, man, you guys could be on water cooler. You know what? You Jason, guys can be on this guest. Jason, Jason needs guests on water cooler tomorrow. So sign up. He sent the email out today. And listen, dudes, we want you on our show. <laughs> too. I need more guests. Although I won't be here next week or the week after because I'll be in Atlanta and San Diego. So no blab for me two weeks in a row. Jason needs another co-host. You might get uh, wrangled into that, friend. 
<laughs> so um, I don't. I just mean like not like women questions. She, no, she like, means women questions. I don't mean like something that you wouldn't talk about on the internet. I'm just saying like you know more. We're more um, social with our detail when we tell our stories. You know, like I was sitting with Carol and we were talking. Oh, Carol and I, the first time we were live tweeting, it felt like eighth graders passing notes. That's why I was looking at the hashtag because I would see what she would say and she would see what I would say. And then we started laughing. I thought we were going to get thrown out of there. It was so much fun. Uh, that's what's so fun about it is just engaging in something live with your friends and then making new friends because they're seeing those tweets too. That's how I met Trish Bresenio was at WordCamp and she saw my tweets and then that's how they talked, you know? Yep. Um, oh, and, and Bridget, I yes. haven't told the story yet about, uh, Oh yeah. Often. What, yes. what, what are the it's signs called? Uh, high noise area. No. High, no, no, high volume area. High volume area. Okay, so we're at WordCamp US and there's a jazz band playing. And so of course, we want to sit by the jazz band. So we both go and put our lunch plates down. And there's this sign in the middle of the table that says high volume area because they're trying to let everyone else know, you know, don't sit here because it's really loud if you have a hearing problem or whatever. And so I took the sign and I just put it on Bridget. It was really funny. I'm trying to find that. It was hilarious. I think we took a picture. I know we took a picture. Bye, Adam. I should have I made it my... Um, I should have made it my profile picture. I, I think you put it on uh, Instagram, but it was the best I'll, because I'll the it. jazz band, because the jazz band was doing it. You know, um, yeah, I'm having trouble. You'll have to find it. Okay, I'll look for it. But anyway, so I would. We have like 20 more minutes. I would super love to answer any questions. Um, <laughs> We're yeah, like eighth graders. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, it's true. Um, so I've already – so I'm doing the – I what I haven't done for Atlanta – I haven't done that work for Atlanta yet. I need to conspire and see what classes I want to go to. And there's so many speakers, and um, I, I might throw it into a Google Doc. Um but the iPhone notes seems to work pretty well, especially because it can use I can use it on my phone. Uh, but I'm gonna have my laptop. So, oh, another thing you could do is when they tell you what the Wi-Fi is, you can tweet that out. Mm -hmm. So other people have have it because a lot of times people don't hear it or they write it on a chalkboard and it's hard to see or it's on some obscure sign. Um, oh, sorry to interrupt. No, go ahead. Sherry just asked, when is Women Who WP coming to the East Coast? Okay. So, so big Good announcement. Good question. Good question. So, so excited. We have official permission to be under the WordPress umbrella now. And so this week, um, we announced our Women Who WP meetup. We're keeping it on our original page for now until we can move everyone over because we have 155 people or so um, that are on our meetup group. But what we're trying to do is move everyone over to the OC meetup, WordPress meetup, and we are now Women Who WP under OC 
WordPress. And then what that does for us is it gives us the official WordPress account branding so that people can find us worldwide. And we've had, is it 12 now, Bridget? Um, about 12. I think it's I about 12. The link in the show notes of the announcement. Oh, okay. Awesome. So we've had 12 um, or so, maybe more now, uh, people contact us wanting to start chapters of Women Who WP. And we wanted to, we were going to do that under our nonprofit organization, but we really felt like it served the WordPress community better if we kept it with the WordPress, the official account. And so that's what we've done is um, we've set ourselves up that way and we're going to be helping other people who want to start chapters and who want to follow the guidelines that we've set up as far as how we run our meetings and what the goal of the meeting is and, and so forth. We're going to help them get started in their locality. So whether they're in New Zealand or Mexico or Alabama or Georgia or Ohio or Philadelphia or Canada, I think we had. So we've had people Zealand, from all Mexico, Texas, 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 um, Portland, Portland, of course. So everywhere that we've had requests, we're going to start allowing that to be the process. So we're going to ask them to find their local WordPress official meetup and build their presence under that. So that that way we can all be united under the WordPress. So when someone searches a WordPress meetup, we're going to be able to be found. And what's super cool about that is that we're growing our reach as a total organization that way because we, we're building on the relationships that we have as women who WP. And something else that's really cool that happened at our last meetup was we had a gentleman who hadn't been to our meetup before come. And afterwards, he came up and said that it was the best meetup he'd ever been to. And he's been to tons of meetups. He's actually an official WordCamp like, organizer, right, Bridget? Yeah. And, um, and so he knows what to expect from a meetup. And to have gotten that compliment when our meetup was just the same thing that we do every time, but um, to really get the feedback that yes, we're being inclusive and yes, we're we're hitting the mark as far as what these meetups should be was especially rewarding for me anyway. Yeah, it was really encouraging because uh, we're a year old. You March? Yeah. March is our one year. And um, there will be a little something on tour coming out about it next week um, too. So, but we believe that you should go through the official meetup chapter program. They have all the materials. Of course, Jen and I are also on the marketing, the community team. So we wanted <laughs> to go through the official. Now, if you don't have an official meetup, um, I was talking to Hardeep about this. You know, if you don't have an official meetup in that town, you can just use the just women's group, just go through their process. They have orientation. They have great materials. And um, basically, our format is pretty simple. We um, start with introductions, you know, 10 cent, 10 second elevator pitch. We have dinner. We're at a restaurant. So we've had it at a conference room, too. So we, we have dinner. Dinner is important because people feel at ease when they're eating. 
And, and if you need if you need help with sponsors, let us know because we can help. We know several groups that would like to sponsor a group like ours. Yes, we do actually. You're right. Um, so, but eating is a natural way for people to feel comfortable with each other. So it's not really extravagant. It's just a basic thing you're going to eat. We meet in the middle of the week. We specifically chose a day that doesn't conflict with our local meetups. Our local meetups meet on Mondays. We meet on Wednesday. <clears throat> so we, we have our 10 second introductions. We order our food. We have our 20 to 30 minute presentation by speaker that we invite. We like, we believe that you should ask from your local community. Um, sometimes what I do is when people bring up subjects and they seem like a tangent, I, I say, that is a very good point. Would you like to present on that next month? And maybe they sign up for the month after or the month after that. But the point of a meetup is to make friends, to encourage each other. You should be encouraging people is in your own meetup to be speaking and presenting. Um, and then at the end, which is my favorite part, Jen, uh, we go around the room because we're always sitting kind of in a circle or a square where we could see each other, not classroom style. I think that's a really important format. Um, we do horseshoe at the restaurant we're at. Yeah, because if you're facing each other, you feel like a group. If you're in a classroom style, you feel like you're being lectured to, and there's a different dynamic that happens that way. So we go around, we say what we learned in the last 30 days about WordPress. So uh, it's really good because it, it kind of breaks down the imposter syndrome because people go, oh, wow, she's a whatever, and she's still having that problem. That means maybe I can help her, maybe she can help me. People pair up, they start working together, et cetera. You start viewing yourself a little differently. We, I say this a lot, but it's true. When you're feeling intimidated, you, you kind of make yourself small. With your body language, um, when you're feeling confident, you sit up straight and you sit taller. You see, you see the difference? Like when you see somebody that's just trying to protect themselves when they're really shy and they feel weak, uh, they'll sit like this or unsure of themselves. They'll sit like this. But we're seeing our members sit tall in their chairs, and that is huge. So, and when – Sorry, Bridget. No, go ahead. One other thing is because our meetups give an opportunity for people to have that chance to speak for the first time, um, it's a great place to learn to prepare yourself so that you could speak at WordCamp. Because the exactly. WordCamps all over the world are looking for new speakers. They don't want to hear from the same old people. They, they don't mind, and old people are welcome to speak. That's not what I meant, uh, but they, they just don't want the same talks over and over again. And if you're new and you have a fresh perspective on a topic and you want to share that, coming over to our meetup or any of the other local meetups and kind of practicing there is a great way to see if, one, your topic is worthwhile, and two, if you feel comfortable speaking in front of a group. And so that's part of the reason why we're so happy to be able to offer this. Yeah, and Kevin Hoffman said something to me that really helped. And it's funny because I don't feel afraid of public speaking, but I started getting really nervous at my first um, Cincinnati, my first talk, which is at Cincinnati. He said, remember, Bridget, 
everybody in the room wants you to win. Everybody's rooting for you. That is the difference between real life and the WordPress community. There's nobody <laughs> sitting there wanting you to fail. Nobody. If they are, they're the outlier. It's not normal. So, I mean, if you want the ROI of what I've been saying tonight about marketing yourself by live tweeting, um, my whole life is the ROI of that. First of all, I've had conversations with WordCamp organizers, um, sponsors, speakers. I've met friends that way. Um, Alex Vasquez asked me to do the tweeting for Los Angeles in 2015 because he saw that I was doing this. So I was asked to volunteer, which I never would have volunteered. And I, I felt so... I remember walking, I, I had, you guys, I, I cannot say this more emphatically. I remember walking onto the campus on that Sunday for Camp LA in 2015 after being at the speaker-sponsored dinner, working with the other volunteers and organizers. I met Priscilla Christian that, that week, uh, that weekend, who lives in my town. Um, and I remember walking in that foyer thinking, I have never felt so happy in my life. I found my tribe. I found my tribe. It was awesome. And that's how I started, um, tweeting for give. They hired me full time in December of 2015. I started volunteering for WordCamp San Diego. Um, in 2016, I still do uh, San Diego and LA to this day. And, and well, not now tweeting, I, but. well. Now I got asked to be on the organizing team for Orange County for asset management because I figured I was detail oriented. Get your sponsor logos in, you know. <laughs> but like my career, not just my friends, but but there's no understatement when I say my friends, my family, and my career are all in WordPress, and it all started. In June, June 1st, 2013, at WordCamp Orange County, when I started live tweeting. If that is not convincing to you, I don't know what else could be. I know something else that could be. What? Your Pellegrino. Oh, my Pellegrino. <laughs> That's ROI right there. <laughs> yeah, I tweeted out, oh, my favorite new luxury is orange Pellegrino. And they sent me two glasses, like really nice glasses and some coupons. So I'm like, you know, that kind of stuff happens. Like Twitter, I'm so, I mean, there's just no other way to say how much Twitter changed my life. I, I, I found my people. And I found my people by tweeting, found my career, found my calling in my life. And uh, that, I mean, if I wasn't wearing mascara, I'd be crying. I'm just forcing it back, you guys. I'll, I'll cry for you. This is the women part of the show where I'm getting emotional <laughs> like Barbara Wawa. Well, and what for Bridget, what's made Twitter a reality is not even so much all the friends she's made online, but how she's been able to just, as Paul said, turn that switch, you know, to where those people online are her people in person too. And whether it's a, a fundraising event 
where everyone needs to band together to help because our friends in need or you know a, a promotional event where suddenly you need to get the story out on something because you missed a deadline and you just got it done and you reach out to your friends on Twitter and say hey can you help can you share this it doesn't matter what the event is those people have your back because you've had theirs yeah if you invest in the if you invest in people they'll invest in you yeah that's what i always say it's so true yeah well jen what do you say we wrap this bad boy up i think that's Aren't a great idea i need to put my eye drops in again <laughs> okay everybody thank you so much for watching this has been another episode of wp blab on marketing with twitter at WordCamps. if you like the show go ahead and press the thumbs up button if you didn't like it press it twice go ahead and subscribe <laughs> below and uh, we'll see you on wp water cooler and wp blab remember tomorrow is wp water cooler on resizing images or something with images i don't know i screwed that one up but anyways 11 o'clock pacific fridays friday's a new day as of january friday 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 wp water cooler is on friday tell your friends tell your aunts tell your cousins tell your neighbor wp water cooler has moved to fridays 11 o'clock pacific and thanks have a good night everyone thanks for the chat room we would be nothing without the chat room otherwise it'd just be jen and Bridget talking to each other and we don't need the internet for that we have telephones so <laughs> thanks everybody for joining go check out need someone to blog.com say hi to jen blogs for you and have a good night Night.